Hello and welcome back to another episode of Project Deep End, the show about building a pool service business. I'm your host, Dave, and today is Thursday. This is our biggest day of the week, uh, so I'm out here doing pools. Uh, you know, I, I kind of took a break from doing pools for a while and just let my team do do their thing. And then uh, if, if you listened to the last episode, you already know this, but if you didn't, uh, pretty much I, I'm ready to start making as much money as possible doing this. So I am back out doing pools. We have 52 to get through today as a team um, of three guys, which frankly, I'm sure a lot of you are, are who are pool people out there are thinking that's not enough pools for three people. And it's not, you're right. Uh, I've made mistakes uh, in where I've, you know, in the journey that I've been on, and I am a little bit overstaffed for where I'm at, and that is true, and that's just the way that it is. Uh, but that being said, the two guys that I have are very high skill, very high talent, and as long as they don't mind uh, not having, you know, truly full-time work, uh, I'm going to keep them. And uh, unless, you know, until other, until until I see that I can't or don't want to. But for now, uh, I'm going to try to keep them and just do pools. And we all uh, make money. Uh, they, they make a little less, but I, you know, it, it is what it is. I'm, I'm not going to fire somebody um, that is, still wants to work here despite having less hours. So um, anyway... Uh, so yeah, so I have a little bit of a break in my day here. I've got about 10 pools or so, maybe nine, 10 pools done. And, uh, unfortunately one of my battery chargers, uh, did not work. So the battery, one of the batteries for my Riptide, uh, did not charge overnight. So I had to drop off some batteries earlier this morning. Um, and, uh, and so I was just picking one up so that I can Riptide, uh, a very gnarly pool, which is where I'm headed next. I'm heading to... Uh, what will probably be my hardest pool of the day. Um, and I sure shit, I'm not going back to that pool without a Riptide. I did it recently without a Riptide and it took me about 45 minutes to clean up and it still wasn't like, it wasn't great, but I had to move on. Anyway, so uh, today I want to talk about, uh, you know, a a problem that I kind of, a recurring problem that I have. Um, And my hope is that in identifying this recurring problem, um, and and, and I've I've identified it before, and I have made improvements on it, but my hope is that by identifying it, talking about it, and, um, you know, just being more active with this um, issue of mine, uh, that I continue to improve on it. And you know, I don't think this is going to be a binary. I'm, I'm, you know, now better at it. Uh, I think this is going to be something that I struggle with um, for as long as I struggle with it. And I, my hope is, you know, uh, my goal is not necessarily to be uh, fix it, right? It, my goal is to continuously make uh, progress on it and get better at it and hopefully be, become so good at it that it no longer impacts me negatively and uh, potentially starts to impact me, you know, because I've developed the skill to, uh, you know, or whatever you want to call it, develop the opposite of this problem, um, you know, hopefully eventually it starts helping me. So I don't know. Um, and that problem is, is um, thinking I'm smarter than I am. And it's a very ego-based problem, and, and, and specifically in business. So, uh, on paper, at least in my old way of thinking, uh, I've ha- I've been working since I was 15. I've you know seen a lot of stuff. I was good at sales. 
Um, I taught myself how to how to write code. I became a software engineer. I rose the ranks in software engineering. I was a director of engineering. I, you know, five teams of five engineers underneath me. You know, so for all intents and purposes, I had a a pretty decorated um, career before this on paper. Um, and, and and maybe you, you don't think so if you're listening to this. Maybe you're thinking, well, you were an employee, so like, what the hell do you know? And, and you're probably right. Um, but I, I would say, for, you know, just based off of how many people thought I was fucking out of my mind when I quit that life and quit my, my uh, last kind of real job, uh, how many people thought I was just absolutely crazy? I would say, you know, likely people thought I had a pretty decent career. And that I, you know, for the, you know, being whatever I was, 29 years old, I think, um, that far up the corp- corporate ladder, making as much money as I was making. Now, granted, I was probably below mar, I, I was below market by a pretty significant margin, and I think that's why, I, because I was younger, I think that they could, you know, they were rightly thought that they could pay me less, and I would just jump at the opportunity, and I did. Um, but you know. When I was in sales, I was the number one sales guy on every single sales team I was on. When I was uh, in engineering, you know, I I moved up very quickly. Um, and for engineering specifically, I can tell you it is not because I was good at engineering. It was because I was good at sales um, and reading a room and, you know, all the things that it takes to climb a corporate ladder. That is why. It is not because of my engineering skills. So it is not because I was the smartest engineer. It was because I knew how to outmaneuver engineers. Um, which is just so gross that uh, that was my life. I thought that that's how you make big bucks, and I didn't think about being an entrepreneur. I kind of, in the back of my head, my head always wanted to be an entrepreneur, but you know, never really, uh, just didn't really think that that was going to happen until until uh, I just kind of got to that burnout point and you know realized it was that or or you know. I don't know. I, I got to that breaking point where it was become an engineer or become an entrepreneur or hate your life forever um, kind of thing. So, but my background and, and for how long I've been working and how many experiences I've had as an employee and, and before I started doing anything um, with my own you know businesses that have that have failed or this one that is not failing. Um, I've always kind of fallen into this trap of thinking I've got all this, you know, I've got this decorated career behind me. I've got this, you know, know-how. I'm really good at sales and, you know, and I am good at sales, um, but I'm not that great at, you know, I'm definitely not good at electrical stuff. I'm definitely not good at, uh, you know, I'm, I'm okay at water chemistry. I'm not the best, right? I'm not that good at being organized. I'm not that good at, um, you know, management. I'm not that good at training. Uh, I'm not that good at a hell of a lot of stuff, but I always, you know, kind of go back to thinking, um, as a bad habit, but you know, I, I constantly go back to thinking that I'm smarter than I am. I'm smarter. I can, you know, outwork other people. Um, I should be further ahead. And, and, and that's kind of where I'm getting to is this bad habit of thinking that I'm smarter than I am has uh, led to thinking I should be further ahead than I am. And it's just not true. I just, you know, at, at the end of the day, I've been doing this for about three years now. You know, um, once we end Friday of next week, it will be officially three years of, of me doing this. 
uh, actively, not just researching, not just going on ride-alongs, not just like working on the deal to get the first route I purchased done. I mean, that started in, you know, uh, November three years ago. So, you know, maybe I'm a little bit more than three years of experience, depending on how you judge it. But the point is, is I'm at three years in. And before I even started in this industry, I didn't even know this industry existed. I didn't even know, you know, I knew people built pools. I didn't even know pumps existed. I didn't know filters existed. I didn't know you needed to clean pools. I had never owned a pool. I had rented a house with a pool and it was just always clean. And I just assumed that that's what it is. You fill it up with water once and you're good. Maybe you add some chemicals in, but I didn't really understand that. Uh, It was all black box. It was all magic uh, to me. And, you know, know, so, so just to give you some context, like I am very green. You know, even though I am three, quote unquote, three years in, I have three years of experience in pool service uh, and just the pool industry in general, I'm super green. I have so much more to learn. There are people um, that I compete with, my competitors, that have minimum been doing this for 15, 16 years. I got one guy who's been doing this for 35 years. Um, you know, and, and it was so. And it is so silly to think that I am going to be smarter, I am going to be better, I'm going to grow faster, I'm going to know more, I'm going to be able to compete with these big guys. I mean, I will be able to compete. You can compete with, with guys who have more experience than you, for sure. But I was kidding myself in thinking that you know I should be further along than I am. I'm at about 175 customers, roughly. You know, I don't know my exact numbers right now. Um, I kind of took my eye off the ball there, but I know I'm between 170 and 180, somewhere around there. Um, you know, I, I thought by the end of this year I'd be at 360, 370. Coming from last year, this time last year, I was at about 140, 145. Right, so. I thought it was going to more than double in one year, and this year kicked my kicked my ass. It just absolutely I got decimated this year, um, and it, a lot of it came from my ego being so inflated and thinking that I was you know further along than I am. I knew more than I did. I I had some clever you know clever better marketing strategies, better all this other things. And the reality is, is that I I don't. Um, the reality is, is I've, I've got probably the same amount as anybody else who would be in my experience, if not, you know, uh, less if you have any pool experience. So like, oh, train was just honking at a car that was on the track. That was nuts. Uh, okay. Um, so, so yeah, I just wanted to talk about that and the shift in my sort of time horizon and my perspective that has happened after a very, very brutal, brutal year. Um, you know, I, uh, I thought I was going to be a lot further ahead because I had this, this misconception really of my skill set, misunderstanding of how much it actually takes to get certain things. And that's okay. You know, like I'm, I'm not necessarily sitting here saying that I shouldn't have been so aggressive with my goals. Um, it just wasn't going to work out, right? It, it doesn't mean that I. It was a mistake to have those goals, or maybe it was, but I don't. I guess it, what I'm saying is I don't regret it per se, right? Um, more importantly than regretting it is I've, I've just learned a lot from this this year and from this experience. And I think one of the biggest takeaways is, um, other than things I've said in other uh, episodes, is that 
you know, I, I have a bad habit of thinking I'm smarter than I am. I have a bad habit of thinking I should be further than I am. And I think a lot of it stems from, like I said, my, my kind of background thinking that I'm, oh, I'm so smart. I'm some software engineer. I'm coming to this business. It's like, that's such an ego douchebag perspective. And, and it's frankly, it's a little, you know, this is one of those ones every once in a while where I'm going to record a podcast and, and be kind of embarrassed to say the things that I'm saying because of how, uh, douchey it sounds and it is it is super douchey and i that's just the you know that's just there's no other way to put it it was just a douchey mentality to think that i'm coming from this white collar world and i've had so much success in this white collar world i've had so much success in sales and and other things and and that i would just come to this blue collar industry and just be able to mop the floor with these dudes and and that comes from you know my cultural uh background of that most americans have most you know americans who go through the public school system have of you know go to college if you don't go to college you're going to work blue collar and blue collar is bad you're not going to be you know you're not smart if you don't go to college like those kinds of uh very deeply ingrained uh, held beliefs that I didn't even really know I had up until this year, you know, so I'm sitting here competing with these guys who have been doing this a lot longer. And of course they're doing better than me. Of course they're smarter than me at this stuff. Of course they have more experience than me. Of course they know the answers to the questions I have. And it's because they've been doing it forever. Right. And I have it. Um, and and it's just such an, it's just an asinine way to think really. It's just an ego based, uh, douchey way to think about approaching this business. And um, this year has been very humbling. I've been humbled uh, quite a bit. And, you know, if it, I hope that this doesn't, you know, turn you away from listening. Uh, but, you know, this is this is my very real reality. This is my very real journey. And, and it comes with some, uh, you know, my journey comes with me and I come with, you know, uh, a lot of Previously, previously held belief, current, currently held beliefs that I guess our, our, you know, beliefs a butthole would have really. Um, so yeah, so kind of a couple of things about this. So number one, I was expecting to do very well, very quick. And, um, I am not, uh, I'm not, you know, I would like to say, and even just now, just while I'm saying this right this minute, right this second, I just thought, I should inflate it for my own ego. I'm doing almost $350,000 this year and we're only the third year in. That's in revenue. But I literally, the, the last episode I just recorded was literally about how I've been in poverty for three years. So I'm not doing well. I'm not doing well at all. You know, you don't go into business to be poor, right? Now, you, you can say you got to sacrifice a few years. And, um, you know, it takes time to build and, and all of that is true. Uh, and I have been sacrificing and I do think that that is part of it. But what is also part of it is in that sacrifice, in those times where you're not making more, you need to acknowledge the reason you're not making more is because you suck. The reason you're not making more is because you're not good enough to make more. And I am not good enough to make more than I've been making, right? And it doesn't matter what my top line revenue is. If I'm living in poverty, I'm living in poverty. I've been in poverty for three goddamn years and I'm really sick of it, right? And, and so, um, you know, there's, there's kind of two two factors to this that I want to dig into. Number one, what I just talked about. Number one, I, I'm not as good as I think I am. I'm not smarter than I think I am. And I continuously uh, convince myself because I think the truth, the pain of the truth that I'm, I'm actually just really uh, bad at this, um, it's just really painful. And so I you know, naturally have a defense mechanism to say, oh, no, no, I'm not actually really bad at this. It's just this, this, and this. No, no, I'm not really bad at this. Look at my revenue numbers. 
Don't look at my profit. Don't look at what my take home is. Don't look at the fact that my, my kids are on state funded healthcare. Don't look at any of that. Look over here. Look at this big number. You've never made that big number, right? So it's, it's been a lot of ego and you can hear it in the, in, in the episodes. You can hear it in the episodes of this podcast. You can listen from the beginning and you can hear the whole time. It's so much ego, so much douchebaggery. And um, it's embarrassing, but this is kind of... Uh, I wouldn't say this is why I record the episodes, but I think this is good that I record the episodes so I can hear that and be embarrassed so that I can remember that embarrassment. I can remember this pain and, and hopefully continue to make progress on... Um, not convincing myself that I'm smarter than I am. Not convincing that I'm, myself that I'm better at this than I am. I'm not very good at this yet. Um, and that's okay. And, you know, the other reason why this stings so much is because this whole time I've had a very short, short time horizon. As I said earlier in the episode, there are guys who have been doing this for 35 years. There's guys that I know that have been doing this for 15, 20 years. There's guys that I know that have been doing this for a decade. And only after a decade did they start you know, making huge, huge bucks, not fucking around at all. You know, it's only after about a decade of doing this, where they able to say like, you show me any problem and I'll, I know how to fix it. Any problem in the pool industry and I know how to fix it. Right. But I was sitting here thinking, well, I'm smart. I should be able to figure this out. I should be able to outsmart these guys like an asshole, <laughs> like a, like an absolute asshole. Right. But I, I was sitting here thinking I should be able to figure this out and do this faster than everyone else. I should be able to be successful, have a business that I should. I literally thought take three years, build a business and sell it. Sell it for a 3x multiple because I knew nothing about this. I knew nothing about the fact that there's very little exits available. You have to be so massive that you have to be able to attract institutional investors or you sell little routes and you basically just liquidate. And even selling little routes is not necessarily possible, right? So, it, but that took time to learn. That took time in the seat to learn. And so I'm no longer, I no longer have a time horizon on this. This is just something that I'm going to do and have. This is a business that I'm going to have until I don't, if I don't. But as far as I can see, this will always be something that I own. Because I'd rather do something that that I can do forever and eventually become super successful at once I have it for a long, long period of time. And not just because I have it for a long period of time, it's because I've been working on it for a long period of time. I've been doing the volume of work that it takes to get the success that I want. I want the success, yes, but the success really isn't even the money. It's not even really the thing. The success really needs to be the progress. I need to be making more progress. I need to be making more progress on my skills, my actual pool knowledge. I need to be making progress on my customer service knowledge. I need to be making progress on my ability to train my guys. I need to be making progress on my ability to grow a team and have a team operate efficiently, um, right? And, and I was trying to skip steps because I was in this arbitrary race, this race uh, because I had to, to have a successful business because I had this idea, this preconceived notion that I could get there faster than, and I had this weird time horizon, this three-year, 
five-year time horizon. Five years was my next time horizon. Oh, I got to be able to do it for five years. It doesn't matter how long I do this for. What matters is that I continue to do it and I continue to get better. And then eventually I got to trust in the process that every big entrepreneur, every big business kind of influencer, guru, every, every author of every book will, will, will tell you, maybe not everyone, but most of them will tell you eventually you will get good enough where that you, you will start to see this the success um, that you wanted in the very beginning and so I'm not measuring it by time anymore or at least I'm trying very hard not to measure it by time now I have quarterly objectives I have quarterly goals I'm gonna still try to like continue to make progress but the making of the progress is the success that I'm looking for because I'm gonna do this forever I'm gonna do this forever I'm gonna eventually grow the team I'm going to eventually grow my customer base where I need to hire another guy is what I really should say. And when I need to hire that other guy, I'm going to spend a lot of time training him and I'm going to learn how to train better. I've trained a lot of people and so far, not so good, right? I've had a few guys who are good and it is more likely that they are good because they are good than it is that I train them to be good. Um, so I'm going to continue to make progress. I'm going to hopefully get more customers. I'm going to hopefully do a good enough job where I can build on top of that. I'm going to hopefully get another person. I'm going to hopefully rinse and repeat and get more customers. And then I'm going to hopefully hire another person. And at that point, I'm going to hopefully need some sort of management layer to run the, the service so that I can focus on growing faster. I'm going to hopefully get better at repairs. I'm going to hopefully, you know, I'm going to continue to get better. That's the whole point. I'm going to get better at managing. I'm going to get better at training. I'm going to be better at, you know, running the back of um, house staff, like the, the office staff. I'm going to get better at, you know, selling. I'm going to be, hopefully get better at acquisition. Once I get really good at that, like maybe can I hire a salesperson? Can I hire an acquisition person? Right? Can I and then so on and so forth. And can I train them? And can I get a good at that? Can I hire someone who's better at that than me? So I don't have, so I can learn from them so I can improve myself first and then try, try to translate that into a team. Can I hire somebody who can build me the team? You know, I, can I get better at hiring? Can I get better at all these things that it takes that I don't have very much experience? Yeah. I've been doing it for three years. That's not a lot of experience compared to someone who's been doing it for 35 they have more than 10 times my experience. Right? So I got to be doing this forever. This has got to be something that I do forever uh, because I'm not that good at this. And it's I've been doing this for three years and I'm still this bad at it, which means it's going to take me a long time to get good. I hope I hope that it, be, it starts to become more worthwhile. Like, for example, one of the first things I want to get better at is making enough to pay myself. That right there, that's one of the only things I'm really focused on right now. I want to be able to pay myself better. I'm tired of being in poverty. Step one, pay myself a livable wage. I'm barely scraping by. I've been barely scraping by for three straight years. I've dumped the equity of my house. I've remortgaged my house and dumped it into this. I have nothing other than this because I'm so bad at paying myself. Now, granted, that was a strategic move. I don't regret doing that. I think that was a good move because I had a lot of debt. I, I built this off of a lot of debt and I wanted to wipe away that debt and only have debt in my house, not have debt in my business. I still have two truck payments. That's it. That's the only debt I have other than my mortgage. So, you know, I, I don't, I don't think it was a bad move, but I'm still in poverty. 
it still doesn't take away from the reality. Like I can't say, oh, that was a good move, and I, I you know, I wouldn't change it. That, so like it all makes sense. No, like I, I, those things are true. But what is also true is I'm still in poverty, and I'm still tired of being in poverty. So first, first step is I have something at least to the point where it is sustainable for me to operate it at its current level. Now I need to figure out how to make it more profitable for me. Now I need to make sure that I stop wasting money. Because I've been bad at that. I've been bad at wasting money. I bought a, uh, I, I signed a contract for uh, this print ad uh, with this print ad company. They're great. They, they did everything that they said they would and, and more. Uh, the problem is, is I got zero return on it. So, you know, that was another example. I'd pay $400 a month for an entire year. I've been paying 400 bucks a month. That was an example of just pure waste, pure waste. You know, if I could, if I could have, instead of uh, thinking I was smart, thinking I could overhire earlier this year, that was another mistake I made this year. I overhired, way overhired. I had three guys for less than 200 pools. What a dummy, right? I thought, oh, I'll just, because I'm going to be growing, I need the guys. I need them trained ahead of time. Well, as soon as we started growing, one of them quit. As soon as, as soon as one of them quit, everything fell off the rails. <laughs> and it was because of me, not because of him, because of me, because I didn't train the guys well enough. Pool started going green. We started, you know, money just went out the freaking window this, this summer because my guys weren't good because I didn't train them. I didn't spend time with them. I didn't spend time in the field. I thought I could get out of the field faster. So although we were growing, we were losing the same amount. So we weren't growing. Although we were picking up customers, we were losing the same amount every single month. Um, so now, uh, you know, so if I, if I, instead of, oh, that, that was my point. So if, if I had, instead of over hiring and under delivering and under training, taken that same amount of money and paid off both of my trucks, that's 600 bucks in a month in truck payments. And if I hadn't made that, uh, you know, bad decision to go with that print ad. Again, the, the company that I worked with, they're great. They're good people. They work hard. They delivered on everything they promised. I knew that it was a risk. I knew that it was a risk. I knew that there weren't any real metrics that I could go off of that could justify the ad spend. I just thought, okay, well, this will help me with brand recognition, but it didn't. All it did was market to other ad, you know, print or in-person or whatever marketers in my area that I was somebody who buys that stuff. And so all I really got were calls from those kinds of professionals asking me to buy their advertising that wouldn't work. Okay, sorry, I got a, a phone call, kind of lost my train of thought. But, um, you know, if I hadn't taken that $400 a month contract and I've had, instead of hi- over-hiring this year and uh, wasting all that money and instead took all that money that I just freaking burned because I'm not very good at this. If I had been more discerning about the the contract that I signed because, but that I didn't because I'm not that good at this. If I had, if I had made those, uh, if I had chosen differently with those decisions and instead paid off the trucks and not done that, that's a thousand dollars of profit that I could have right now more. And I wouldn't be in poverty. Two decisions. Two decisions that could have made it so that I don't have debt and I'm not in poverty. It was two, 365 days in the year. I'm making multiple decisions every day. If I had just made two decisions better, 
I would not be in poverty. I'd have an extra $1,000 a month. If I had also not done that, I would have not been paying those salaries. So the reserves that I did have, I wouldn't have burned through. If I wasn't paying one other salary, that's about 3,000 bucks a month that I would have been able to pay myself. So there's four grand right there. Four grand more a month in profit if I had just been better at this. But I'm not. And I'm I'm kind of flop, publicly flogging myself here because I want to drive home the point mainly to myself but also to anybody else who's following along with this journey, um, whether it be recreationally or because you can you know, uh, empathize with me because you uh, have a business of your, of your own or you're looking to do this or whatever. I, I'm mainly doing it for myself, but if you get value out of this, that's awesome. I'm, I'm happy that you do. Um, but I'm, I'm kind of flogging myself here because I would be further than I am. When I say I want to be further than I am now, if I had made two decisions differently out of the probably million decisions I made, maybe that's not realistic. If I were to conservatively estimate all the decisions I make, probably 100,000 decisions. I don't know. I don't actually know how many decisions. It's a lot. I make a lot of decisions every single day. Maybe 10,000, 20,000. If I had made two decisions, two very critical that I didn't think was critical because, again, I'm not very good at this yet. If I had made two decisions differently, I would have four thousand, roughly four thousand dollars more in profit every single month. I only need five grand to to live. I've been living. I haven't been able to make that in a long time. Five grand a month for a family of four and a dog and a house in 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 California. That's my hope. That's my minimum. If I could just get there regularly, I'd be good. I can't seem to get there regularly, so our <laughs> we just keep going further and further down. Sometimes we make a lot and then I pay a lot of stuff off and then we start going down again. So I'm clearly not doing it very well. But if I just made two decisions differently this year, I would have almost doubled what I'm taking home. If not double, I probably would have more than doubled because I don't think I actually take home that much. I really don't. Two decisions differently. I could have been making way more money, right? Um, I gotta go quickly do a pool. Um, and then I will be right back. Okay. So, so it only took two decisions to lose out on roughly four grand in profit that I could have been making for virtually the entire year. I think the refinance deal happened in February, March. I think I signed on the dotted line with this, uh, print ad, uh, company roughly around the same time. So what is that? Uh, nine months. Of the 12, I would have been making $4,000 more in profit. And if I did nothing else different, nothing else, you know, I wanted to buy a route. Didn't actually work. I think I may have bought one in the very beginning of the year. It's hard to remember. It's been a whirlwind of activity this year. But if I had bought, if I had $4,000 more every month that I would in theory, be reinvesting and not paying myself because, again, I didn't really make the decision to start really focusing on paying myself until about August of this year. So I would have been reinvesting that this entire time. If I could reinvest that into marketing that I knew worked or, you know, just acquiring routes, even paying full price, that's like three, that's like two routes, two routes of maybe 20 or 30 pools full price, not even, not even looking for a special deal. That's 40 more customers. 
and then also I wouldn't I wouldn't have wasted so much money on on uh, my team not being very good. I would have you know. I would have had potentially, because I'm more active in the field, I would have had a better finger on the pulse of, of the, how the pools are going. I wouldn't have made as many mistakes. So you could argue, I could think, I, in theory, that if I had made those two decisions differently and reinvested that money, we would potentially be at a much higher, much further along spot. Like much higher in revenue and much further along uh, in my journey place. But I messed up. I, I'm not very good at this yet. So anyway, I, that's kind of the main thing I wanted to talk about today is that, you know, one of my bad habits is thinking that I'm smarter than I am and making decisions that I think are good in the, at the time because I don't have the discernment. I don't have the context. I don't have the discernment because I don't have the context. I don't have the frame of reference. I don't have the hours in the seat. I don't have the time in the seat. I've only been doing this for three years. I need more mistakes. You know, and again, I'm not I'm not beating myself up and, and saying I can't believe you made a mistake, Dave. You're an idiot. I just what I'm more saying is that I need to be more careful about thinking that I know more than I do. Because number one, number one, it has cost me minimum four grand a month. If I had taken that four grand a month and reinvested it throughout the year, I could have probably and, and just bought routes. Let's just say straight up buying routes. I would have had roughly 40 more customers than I do now. We'd be at 210. Potentially, I wouldn't have shut down in the fall, so maybe I wouldn't have lost as many as I did. Maybe we'd be so we'd be somewhere between 210 and 250, 200 or yeah, 200 and uh, 250 customers. I would love to have that many customers now. I would have been able to manage it better because I would have been out in the field doing the pools myself with my team. They, I would have been leading by example, so that it would be a lot harder for them to have taken advantage of me in the way that they did. Whether it was, whether it was intentional or not, I don't know. I don't really care. It happened. You know, I got to some pools uh, from some of the guys that didn't make it here, and it was just like, wow, you just you showed up, you splashed, and you dashed on a full service customer. You were supposed to net out all this gunk, and none of it's netted out. And even then, I don't even know if you splashed the chems in because the pools are going green. Definitely didn't measure, right? Or earlier this year when my team was taking way too fucking long at every single pool and still not getting the pools clean, still having green pools every day. And I was sitting there thinking, well, I'm not out in the field. I don't really know. Like maybe, maybe something's going on. No, I've been doing this for two. At the time, I had been doing it for two and a half years. All of those same pools. I had done all of them. I know exactly how long it takes. I didn't want to rock the boat. I had it nice and comfy. I was, I was smart. I was doing it the, the, I was doing it the chic way. I was, I was trying to overhire and, and be prepared so I could just focus on advertising and growing and just dumb. Just not. I don't know, maybe, maybe dumb is being mean to myself, but just not effective, that's for sure. Not, not, the, not the results that I was after. Pretty sure of myself, pretty wrong. One of my least favorite combinations, being very sure of yourself and being very wrong about something. Um, so, there is no substitute for the experience you gain from time in the seat, from quantity of work. And it's not always going to be the highest quality, but showing up and, and getting it done and putting in the time and putting in the effort and putting in, you know, trying for me, trying to get better every day, 
trying to get just trying to get better every day. Maybe I don't every day. I definitely don't get better every day, but trying, trying to be better at this every day. Over a long enough period of time, hopefully, if my hypothesis is correct, and I would say a lot of these kind of business influencers, business educators would agree, eventually, I will be. I will be good. It will pay off. It will be worth it. But I, I as somebody who doesn't have that experience yet, who doesn't have that success yet, cannot in any way tell you how long it's going to take me to get there. How would I know? I've never been. I've never gotten there. How would I know how to get there? How would I know how long it's going to take me to get there? And so if I can't tell you how long it's going to take me to get there, if I can't tell you if I do this many years trying this hard at this one thing, then in this many years I will get there. If I can't do that, then why am I dealing in time horizons at all? And instead, what I really need to do is just say, it's going to take me an amount of time to get there. I don't know how much that time, how much time it's going to take. And as such, it's, I'm just going to do this forever. Because I can't tell you the quantity of time it's going to take with the effort and the, my, the abilities that I have and the effort that I'm putting in. I can't tell you how long it's going to take to get to the success levels that I want to achieve. I might as well just say, I'm just, this is something I do and I do it forever. This is just something I do. I just get better. I'm just trying to get better at this. I'm just trying to get better at this game of being an entrepreneur. In the space of, of pool service. That's it. That's all I'm trying to do. Every day. That's the goal. Is to get better at this. Until I look around and I'm like, hell yeah, look at this. And then honestly, even after that, it's like, Why stop there? I'm not going to stop there. I'm just going to look around and be stoked. But that doesn't mean the game's over. Unless I really want it to be, but this is a fun game. And if I'm actually crushing it at the game, like if you're winning and you're having a great time, why would you stop? Right now it just sucks. So I keep thinking about, okay, if I can get to five years or if I can get to three years and X, Y, and Z, and then, then I'll be able to stop. The reason I'm thinking like that is because it sucks. It sucks being bad at something. And it's easier to convince myself that I'm better at something than I am. Because it doesn't hurt my feelings as much. It doesn't hurt my ego as much. Right? So like, even when I get success, I don't think I'm going to stop. That's what I'm saying. I'm just going to do this forever. Because even when I get success, at that point, it's not going to suck so much. Or maybe the parts of it that suck, I get excited about because I want to improve. Because at the end of the day, the goal is the progress that I'm going to be making. Because I'm doing this forever.